Hey everybody, welcome to Fitness for 10, the audio experience. My name is Tiger and I am the general manager of our club here in beautiful Prescott, Arizona. On today's podcast, I will be talking with a dear friend of ours, Alicia. Alicia came to us as a member a little over a year ago. And I just brought her on because I wanted her to share uh, her journey through finding herself, getting healthy, even despite life's difficulties. So please enjoy as we listen in on Alicia's journey. We are actually joined with a very good friend of mine, Alicia, who's also a member. Um, I actually met you in one of my first classes, right? Yes. What class was that? That was, shoot, um, body sculpt probably in November of 2017. Okay, so we're going a little over a year. Yep. It was the first time I met you, and you came in to my class, and I've actually asked her here today because we're at the beginning of February, and I know a lot of us, whether it was the first time we've made a resolution to get healthy undo something for our bodies or whether it's something that we have renewed (laughs) year after year I think in I, I don't know about you but I know like in the gym world we always make the joke that everybody's here in January and then everybody's gone in February and I think that's been a something that has kind of been preached have you heard that um very much so Luckily for us, though, in a lot of the classes here at Fitness for 10, we have been so accepting of everybody that we try to keep them past February, March, (laughs) (laughs) and we try not to scare them off. Exactly. But I think as members, or not even members, just as human beings, when we've made that goal, um, I think in our back of our minds, we're already kind of making an excuse, oh, well, resolutions were made to be broken type of thing. And what I see is, especially when it comes to becoming healthier, um, that is the number one goal someone can set for themselves. And health goes beyond just the number on the scale. It goes beyond, you know, the shape um, or your gene size. And it's very, very important that we actually stick with this resolution. It's very important that we stick with this goal for ourselves because so many people don't understand it goes beyond just, like I said, the numbers. It's more of an emotional and mental thing. And I know you've overcome some things. And so I wanted you to just kind of share your story and your your journey with our members or our listeners of kind of where you began, where you began, where your aha moment was, the moment where you set that goal for yourself. And basically, just kind of talk us through, you know, up to this point, because it is a journey and it's a continuous journey. You'll never just be like, I'm at the end, you know, but kind of what you've been through over the last little over a year to get to where you're at. So kind of start us from the beginning. Right. So in, we're going to have to go way beyond the actual gym time. So my aha moment was when my husband got sick he got diagnosed with cancer and he was very ill and my body was wretched i was overweight i was uncomfortable and there was so many things after he got diagnosed that i was realizing about myself that i knew i needed to change however with his diagnosis there was so many things that 
I was just so busy with the kids and him and I didn't make myself a priority. Fast forward to September 2017, unfortunately my husband passed from uh, esophageal cancer and that alone was my aha moment. I knew in that moment that I was not healthy. I'm officially a single parent and I can't allow myself to be unhealthy for myself or my children. And I want to just point out, because, you know, our listeners and stuff don't get to see you, but how old are you, or how old were you when your husband died? I was 29. 29 years old, and you have three beautiful young kids. Um, and so that's where we're saying is, you know, it, it unhealthy, and especially I like how you said you were giving so much of him because of sickness. There's a lot of us... Whether we have a spouse that's sick or a family member, we tend to give so much of ourselves. Um, And then it came to the point where, you know, unfortunately he passed away from that. And then you were left with the unhealthy version of yourself, correct? Correct. And then from there, how did, how did you come to that aha or what was specifically that aha moment where you, what you were you thinking in that moment? Okay. So in mourning my husband's death, I didn't know what to do. I wasn't sure if counseling would be a thing or what I needed. What I did know about myself was that nature was such a cure-all for me. I love to be out in it. It's very calm and serene. So what I found myself doing was hiking. I would hike anywhere from three to five miles every day. I'd cry. I'd listen to music. I would do anything in that five miles. And I did that religiously Monday through Friday and that for myself while the kids were at school and then on the weekends they would join me so it was kind of like a everybody do what we want throw rocks cuss <laughs> be mad you know the the normal humdrum family, of, therapy. Yes, family therapy so once once that started and I started hiking I realized that I was losing weight and I was like I'm eating right I'm losing weight because I'm walking and I'm getting more exercise. I was like, oh, okay, I got this. So my father actually was a member of Fitness for 10 long before I was. And so he told me, he's like, well, you should go check it out. I was like, oh, (laughs) I am not a gym rat. You know, that stigma, unfortunately, I was like, no, it's not going to happen. So he was like, Alicia, you're going. And so I went and I signed up instead of just doing the free thing. I figured if I'm paying for it, I'm going to have to use it. Mm -hmm. So like you said, I started with the classes. It was not a nudge. It was a get in here. You're going to do this class, which in all honesty is what I ended up needing Mm -hmm. that extra push. And then I remember the Friday morning class was filled with a bunch of people that just made me feel welcome. I was huge. I was out of shape and I had, there was no judgment in that room. None whatsoever, which is a big thing for a lot of people, especially people that are overweight. They're like, Oh my God, they're looking at me in the mirror or whatever. No, they were really focused on themselves. And then there was those few people that realized that, you know, Oh, your form is a little off. Let's help correct it. So you don't hurt yourself. It was never looked down upon or made to feel less. Yeah. I think that's one thing we strive because I've, I've personally even been in situations where I feel judged, you know. And so I think 
coming into an environment, especially at the beginning where you feel so welcomed. And the reason why we feel so welcomed is every single person in there has been where you've been at at Correct. some point in time in their lives. And so it's one of those that we encourage you. And I think I even, I think even in that class that we were so full, I even turned everybody away from the mirror, wasn't it? Yes. We weren't even I was like, we're facing the wall, people. So we're not even going to face the mirror because who cares about the mirror at that point in time? Um, and so, yeah, we, we do strive to be very welcoming and understanding to newbies coming in because we've all been there before. My kids are 10, 8, and 6. My two oldest are... They are firecrackers, I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> Love them. And, and the older two are girls. And as a mom, I need to set that... That image for them that, no, I may not be perfect, but I am getting healthy for myself. It's not for a man. It's not for, you know to look good in an outfit yeah that's a bonus it really is but it's for myself my self-confidence my you know and all that and I want my I want that for my daughters exactly I think as moms that's that's a huge part because we are that example especially our daughters look towards and you know, taking care of ourselves and being strong for ourselves is what allows us to be strong for our families. And I, I think we've made this misconception that, you know, it's we have to sacrifice everything for ourselves, sacrifice for uh, our sacrifice, our own strength and our own well-being in order to take care of everybody else. Right. That is definitely another misconception because that's what's expected of us is to be super strong don't show your emotion you you know get through and do your things for your family well if we show those emotions and we show that we're struggling and this is how we're getting out of it that's almost more powerful look she hit rock bottom she's working her way out of it and oh my god look she has this glow about her because she did it absolutely um I would much rather show that to my daughters than I'm starving myself. I can't, I'm not going to eat at all and have them have that social norm status for them. Or the opposite, which I have seen, is women make the excuses of, oh, well, this is what's expected of me. I'm taking care of everybody else, so let me feed my sorrows in just food and allow myself to just like I said, not take care of myself both physically but also mentally and emotionally. Right. Um, And that's where I think, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, is it's not about just a number on the scale. It's so much more about um, the emotional well-being and the emotional, um, uh, mental well-being. Um, I've always stated that when a person can become healthy both within their own minds and their heart, everything else will tend to fall in place. And it's interesting. I I hear people all the time. It's like, oh, well, you, Tiger, you don't understand, you know, my life, but understand, you know, what I've been through. And that's where I kind of wanted to bring you on because not only did you deal with the death of your husband, but through this journey, you've actually experienced a few other deaths as well. And she's rolling her eyes because it's, it's one of those, it's, 
it, it, it every time I got a text from you, it was just like, again, how can one person deal with this? But so mind you, in the past two years, I have lost one, two, three, four, five people in my life. And we're talking, we're talking close people, including her own mom. Um, so it's not like distant relatives. These are people that have been a part of your life for many years and have spoken into you. And so, yeah, it, it was a huge impact. And it was. It was definitely hit after hit after hit. And I know this is going to sound funny, but my kids lost their childhood dog also. So oh, that's not right. only I did I that, lose yeah. five people... I, you know, the kids lost their dog, and it was right after we lost my mom, their grandmother, and it was just hit after hit after hit. But knowing that those people wanted so much more for me and the kids, it was easier to pick myself back up. And that's where I want to get kind of what I've seen from you, the example, is that you never used life's situations as an excuse not to take care of yourself. You've had struggles, and just like all of us, we've had to kind of pick ourselves up. But what I've seen from you is a perfect example of I want to be healthy for my kids. I want to be healthy despite what I'm going through. And because you've been taking care of yourself, from my personal point of view, I've been able to see you overcome things that I have seen completely destroy other people. Is it easy? No. Do I have my moments of indulgence in eating things that <laughs> probably should? <laughs> Our of ice course. creams at Culver's. Come yeah. on. And, I, <laughs> and you know, during the memorials, I don't tend to be as strict because you know what? You're surrounded by people you love and you're going to eat that comfort food. But there's a time and place for everything and those allowing yourself to do so in moderation. Yeah. And then knowing that, okay, I've eaten like junk I feel like junk I'm not going to do that for the foreseeable future until something else happens but being able to realize that hey I've had my fun with eating all this crap let's get back on page let's get back on that's track. also Absolutely. another thing where people don't realize too is where maybe they mess up during the day and they have a cheat meal that turns into a cheat day fine you can start over in the morning. Mm -hmm. It's not, uh, oh, well, I started off Monday cheating and eating all this gunk. I'm going to start next Monday. No, you can start the next meal. You can start the next day. It's whether or not your drive, what you want out of everything that you're doing for yourself. Yeah, and it's very important. And I want, as we wrap it up... Um, you know, because like I said, there's people here that are struggling that may have been using excuses of life's struggles to not take care of themselves. Or maybe they're at the point where they are feeling down. You know, they set a goal to be healthy for themselves and maybe have not followed through the way they envisioned it. What would you tell those people when it comes to overcoming it and continuing um, this journey and how important it is to, to take care of oneself? All I can really tell them is to believe in themselves. It's super hard to do that, but once you you get there and you have that aha moment, it's not fun, it's very scary, you're gonna cry a million tears, you're gonna be ticked, There's you're gonna go through all the stages of grief just for that <laughs> alone. But once you find that belief in yourself, you have to hold it. It might be an ember 
And then as you keep believing, it'll get brighter and brighter until unfortunately it's like one of those unfortunate fortunate things where you become addicted almost Mm -hmm. and it's a healthy addiction to I'm going to the gym Monday Wednesday Friday I'm going to the gym Tuesday Thursday it could be I'm going for a walk but knowing that that makes you happy or in my instance I found that I'm less of an angry person Mm -hmm. like I'm much more positive I don't yell as much like that's was my own personal thing I'm so much more calm and serene yeah so it really is that mental health issue like that you once you wrap your brain around that part the physical is so much easier yeah lift heavy stuff make your brain feel better yeah it it, it and that's really what it is and and I I've been in this industry for 15 years and the people that understand that it's more of a mental health than just a number on the scale. I actually, in most of my classes, will bring in a scale and I actually have people smash it with a hammer um, because I think we get so caught up in the physical aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where we can almost let ourselves go. When we start to take care of our mental self and using whether it's the gym or going out on hikes or just doing stuff to physically allow yourself to move, to allow those chemicals almost in your body, to those endorphins, things like that, that will help you mentally. And like you said, you've seen yourself become just a better person all around. Most when, definitely. Most definitely. When I think we all have. It, it's funny because uh, there is a shirt. I'll have to find it. I'll have to get it. It's like... Um, killing people is not an option, so I go to the gym or something like that. <laughs> it's one of those, it's like, it's, you, you, we do. We, we, we deal with people, we get frustrated, you know, and stuff like that. And uh, the gym is definitely something that keeps us, <laughs> keeps us sane, which is really good. Um, so any last final words you want to say before we wrap it up? All I can really say is believe in yourself. If you have anybody that you know in the gym or even don't know and you need help ask is more important for you to ask someone how to do something than it is to hurt your body it's not worth it because then you're just going to set your goal back that much further and it's it really isn't worth it so ask the questions people are much more apt to help you because that actually makes them feel needed and wanted also because they're like oh I'm helping someone yeah look what I did today and it's not for their Facebook posts or whatever it's because maybe they've been there they didn't know you know what a deadlift is or a row or what have you let them help you yeah it's not about being a newbie anymore it's about asking yeah I agree, and the one thing I really like about your point is you are not a natural gym girl. In fact, you're an outside person, so gym was the farthest thing from your mind, and yet you came in, and not only did you get a gym membership, you took classes, which a lot of people who I have experienced that like hiking and stuff, like the the solitude Mm -hmm. aspect, so now you've put yourself in a room full of (laughs) screaming, (laughs) laughing, whatever it was, whether we're shaking our booties in Zumba, or we're in a ha in body sculpt. But it was interesting because you said believe in yourself and sometimes that ember 
it may just be an ember now, but as you continue, you'll start to believe more and more. Thing is, when you surround yourself with people, whether it's in a gym or in a class, when you least expect it, those people will help feed the fire. Yes, most definitely. And that sometimes is all it takes to give you that fuel to keep going. Yes, absolutely. And so that's why I want to encourage our listeners is to whether wherever you're at, whether you are feel like you're going strong in your resolution or maybe you're struggling or maybe you just don't know where to start is, um, you know, the, to just keep going. And like she said, believe in yourself uh, here at Fitness for 10. We go beyond just a gym, whatever it is. Um, but it's not only Fitness for 10. It really is the gym's nationwide our passion is to help people um not only physically but mentally and to overcome some of those struggles so wherever you're at you know here is our nod to you believe in yourself because we believe in you and yeah i think that's it yes (laughs) ma'am yes ma'am thank you so much for listening if you have any questions go ahead and shoot us an email Uh, you can always get a hold of uh, me, Tiger, at ff10gym.com or look us up on social media. We are on Instagram, uh, ff10quadcityaz or our Facebook pages, Fitness for 10. You've got all, uh, all of our clubs. We'd love to hear from you, answer any questions, and thank you so much for listening.